Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going? No, it's been a while. Three weeks. Three weeks, I believe. Three weeks since the last one. Yeah, I mean, I actually can't remember why we took it. Was there shit going on? I had to dog sit. Oh, yeah, you were dog sitting for the one week, and then... Uh, the uh, week know, before that, we went and seen uh, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. Which was awesome. That was in... What city? Yeah. Hamtramck. Hamtramck. Yeah. Yeah. This Hamtramck did double feature of uh, Sleepaway Camp and Madman. Yes, which was um, awesome. Yeah, I guess he said uh, the guy used to do that out in East Point. Okay. And then um, his friend opened up the gallery. He did it at close, and his friend opened up a new gallery in Hamtramck and just said, hey, do it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They gave away a lot of uh, cool stuff. Yeah. I was actually, I mean... Whenever I run into people who are into horror, they're always like big into horror, but it's like, oh, I like everything horror, and it's always a lot of new shit. True. Like, shit. Mm-hmm. This guy actually knew his fucking, like, legit horror. He did. He knew, like, a lot of, like, all the cult classics, the Italian films. Like, he knew shit when we were talking about it. Yep. Yeah, he was wearing a Phenomena shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right off rip, I'm like, okay, this dude's down with Italian horror. He's down with, you know... He knew the, uh, he knew about the, the, the conspiracy theory, whatever the fuck you want to call it, about, uh, Sleepaway Camp. The theory. Oh, the, the theory. two killers. The two killers, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. It was kind of a bring your own beer thing. And, uh, did you know that Jared from Sakuzu hung out there the day after that? Yeah, he went to the, uh, the tournament. The tournament. For, I can't remember what game they have. They had two of the, two old racing game arcade machines in the back and they're doing a tournament for it yeah they had like a little arcade in the back behind the screen it was Mm -hmm. pretty cool uh that was a lot of fun uh we didn't stay for all of madman no we ended up driving that's like an hour drive yeah back at the buy house right but it was cool seeing sleepaway camp with like other people he said he's doing like the all night one this uh next month for his birthday Mm mm-hmm and I'm tempted to go because he's doing all movies from 87, I think he said. But, fuck, dude, I'm not sitting in a metal folding chair for Till 6 hours. in the morning? Yeah. yeah. He's going. He's doing it till 9 a.m. Oh, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And then oh, anybody who's still there and awake, they're going to go get breakfast. Oh, uh, well. Which I'm like, dude, I'd go, but I'm not sitting in a fucking metal folding chair for 12 fucking hours. Yeah, no, that's rough city. Um, but that would actually be cool if we did something like that, though. I've been looking at projectors. Yeah, that'd be sweet. At this point, we can do it any time of the year. I mean, we we were aiming for summer, but we could do it in the fall. Oh, that's actually yeah. I'd probably do more so. I I'm more active in the fall. Like, yeah, honestly. Yeah, me too. Um, but that was uh that was the thing we did, and then I was dog sitting with a super cool chick uh, last weekend, and that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, anything else you've been up to, like out of the ordinary, or you like me, you just living? Yeah, nothing really. Out of, I'm still not doing any bands, but I have been looking for a cheap drum set because I'm just gonna learn how to play drums, and then all my punk projects that I want to do, I'll just, I'll just, they'll be one man shit. It doesn't matter if the drums are sloppy because they're fucking just noise punk projects. Uh, well, you do know that I can play drums, right? Can you play fast D beat drums? No, I'm talking if we wanted to start a two piece doom band. 
Oh, yeah. Do you have drums? No. If you happen <laughs> to get a drum set, okay. we can fuck around and jam. You know what I mean? But uh, I can't play I didn't fast. Know you used to know how to play drums. Yeah, absolutely. I can play like all the lightning and Justice for All. Well, I mean, I feel like those albums, it wasn't it mainly just like the one two beat? Isn't that all Lars could play back then? No, no, no. It was. Uh, no, he did the fast, like, uh, thrash beats and stuff. It wasn't until the Black Album he was just doing the one-two beat with no fills and just... Well, in, the, like, Kill em All, it's all just basic one-two beat stuff. There's nothing really, like... Yeah. Out of, the, like... Yeah, but the, the fills. Standard, except for, like, the... Maybe, yeah, maybe some of the, some songs had, like, decent fills, but it was all just basic... You, you didn't you didn't listen to it to hear the awesome drumming. No. No, it was the, it was the guitar riffs, but the fucking drum roll at the beginning of motor breath needs to calm down like yeah 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 for sure um but uh yeah i can i can dabble i can dabble if we you know if you ever want to jam or whatever just to let you know i have some drum experience um speaking of which uh, i thought i'd throw this out there i watched uh cliff amal the other day and also binge and purge seattle yeah i am 110 point nine percent against the other binge and purge double vhs because that was a black album and i'm at the mexico city one mexico city there you go but the seattle one was and justice and back and they it's 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 good i'll say this and justice lars was throwing down some fucking double kicks he was yeah which I, I honestly don't think he could play those today if he wanted to no he can i don't believe it yeah, listen to the new album. I don't think I'm going to do that. No, I know you won't, but I mean he does some mean double kicks in the new album. Like he does. Like they're almost trying to clone the new Slayer formula yeah. to try to be relevant again. It's working for me. Yeah, well, as soon as James remembers how to sing. Oh, I know. I'd give anything. I'd I'd give them a shot again if James remembered how to fucking sing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only that's my only pet peeve about anything recent with metallica as the vocals well honestly what sucks is it ruins their old songs oh i know i've watched like uh my brother somehow had a fucking metallica vhs and it was after the black album so it was after he fucking did his vocal change where he started singing different mm-hmm. i'm looking at the back and they had a bunch of old songs on i was like fuck yeah dude so i just put it in atrocious fucking atrocious man like him singing those old songs with his fucking like ooh fucking vocals. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Pretty rough. Um yeah, I can't stand that shit, but I do enjoy the uh, Seattle Binge and Purge VHS and Cliff Em All just rules. Yeah. I, I watched them back to back cuz I don't great. Yeah, Cliff Em All rules, dude, for sure. Um but uh did you hear about Cliff's dad? I did, but I can't remember what it was. He donated all of his uh, royalties from the Cliff Burton checks that he's getting in the mail to uh, music school at the uh, school that Cliff went to, That's which cool. is pretty cool. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I just thought that was a fun little fact. Um, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, legit, he his parents would be fucking millionaires mm-hmm. if they took those checks mm-hmm. he just fucking gave it away mm-hmm. to help like a bunch of other people that's amazing yeah and uh cliff went through the you know steps of becoming a real musician mm-hmm. you know 
Like he was into classical and yeah, well, he, he knew theory. Yeah, theory, the whole nine yards. Yeah, and like we've said before, and then we'll end the Metallica thing. Uh, <laughs> nothing went to tape unless Cliff said it went to tape. So those first three Metallica albums and some of the, you know, and Justice stuff that was written with Cliff was just sick, especially on the bass. Like, you know what I mean? And then uh, Newstead comes in and they turn his bass tracks down on <laughs> Injustice. It's just fucking terrible, dude. Like, yeah, we get it. Like, your friend just died and you have to replace him as part of the band, but you don't got to be a fucking dick to the new bass player you brought in. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. I think they were just going for a whole different sound on Injustice, man. Guitars up front, no bass, pounding drums, better production. Because Ann Justice had better production than most thrash albums in the 80s. Yeah. You have to admit that. I mean, everything was crystal clear. You didn't get that back in those days. First legit video. First legit video. Yeah. Which probably was the Achilles heel for that band. <laughs> I think there are many, many Achilles heels of that band. Yeah. I'd have to agree. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um pretty cool thing i did the other day i actually watched friday the 13th part three with the glasses i tried doing that yeah i took them off did you yeah gives you a headache yeah it does <laughs> when you're trying to focus on the actual 3d parts yeah but uh yeah i did that i figured hey why not you know i was bored and yeah fuck it yeah me and um my buddy don did it years ago and uh it was straining on the eyes and the mind <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know the more i watch that one i actually really really like part three man part three's great yeah it's awesome yeah the more i watch it three and four man two three and four like yeah the third one yeah i really like two <clears throat> yeah two's great i always honestly forget about it i don't know how but i know i throw that in like not as much as the other ones but two's two's great um SummerSlam is tomorrow. I'll be missing it. <laughs> I don't have the network anymore or Wi-Fi. Um, but there's, it's a good card. Anybody out there that listens to this, let me know what you thought of SummerSlam because I'm intrigued. It's a fucking... There's some killer matches, man. And... uh you know, maybe hit us up on the uh, Instagram page and tell us what your favorite match was. I will be the only one responding to the SummerSlam. <laughs> Jared doesn't watch wrestling, but no. SummerSlam's a big deal. It's like WrestleMania two. I think I'm like the only person in my circle of friends who doesn't watch wrestling. Low doesn't watch wrestling. Okay, well, there's one more. Yep. Like, the gruesome twosome no wrestling fucking everybody i know that i've even the people i ever like thought didn't i heard people talking about it last night i'm like son of a bitch yeah yep i love wrestling mostly classic wrestling though yeah you know the old school stuff um went to a fucking killer show last night yeah so tell last, us about that last precinct show yeah last old precinct show it was supposed to be the first show at the new precincts but um not everything's going we got to get a security door for the side entrance mm. so they didn't want to do shows there yet but last show at the old priests 
they're an 80s anarcho-punk band. Right on. Pretty much they, uh, I don't know if they put anything out, if Cress's label put anything out, but they kind of ran in the same circle in the same, like, uh, time frame as, like, Crass and Conflict and uh, Flux of Pink Indians, which are all, like, English anarcho-punk bands. Right. And it was fucking, the turnout was amazing, dude. We've seen a bunch of people I haven't seen. Seeing people from, like, all all different subgenres of punk, fucking metal dudes there who are all just came to fucking, it's fucking Omega Tribe. And it was weird because Omega Tribe isn't, like, they're punk, but it's, like, almost like, they have like almost like reggae sounds to it and it's almost just it's like protest songs right and so nothing really fast just everything's fucking chill but people were just really really digging it really getting into it it was a band that almost everybody there just assumed they'd never see that band right announced they announced the show last year and i actually thought it was a joke at first really (laughs) yeah oh wow yeah fucking they ended up getting in that was another thing. I was wondering if they're going to be able to come through into the country. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of bands come through and get turned away at the border. Yeah. And yeah, they fucking it was killer. Like the whole night was just nothing but positive vibes, man. That's it good. Was great. Yeah, I should have went, man. I had to wake up super early this morning, though. So did I. Yeah. I didn't get home till three. Yeah. My alarm went off at six thirty. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that's cool. That you know, you got to see a bunch of cool people, and it was the last show at the old precinct. Yeah, yeah, that place is gonna have a place in my heart. I've fucking seen so many good bands there. Yeah, a lot of mixed feelings about it. Yeah, about it closing like Tuesdays. Been posting a lot about it. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, a th- three. Shit, they had the three-year anniversary show. Was that last year or beginning of this year? And. No cops were ever called, ever. Did a good job of, like, keeping the address under wraps. Mm-hmm. And just, it was, the place has been great. All the bands that started there, that played their first show there, like, they made a post about that. Like, hey, what bands played their first show? It was, the fucking list just kept going on. Like, so many bands. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, it's, it's like, a, it's a good atmosphere, man very it's it's all inclusive it's very welcoming yeah yeah it is you have like you have like the the raw punk that come through there the fucking like metalhead dudes that are part of it the grind kids fucking uh jason who plays bass for failed also does animal man which is like electronic music fucking his first release show with it was there so if it's like it's it's all inclusive, just all parts. Everybody says it's like a punk spot, which I always call it a punk spot, but it's it's more just like a straight up like DIY spot. Yeah, like all the different shows, the different everything that's happened there. I've seen Fister there. Yeah. Um, I've seen Acid Witch there. Um, and then our local buddies played there like all the time, and I was like intimidated about going there. I know for a while you I know, were, for it a long blew time. my mind. And then I decided to go and never look back. I fucking awesome, and I'm looking forward to the new spot too, man. New spot's gonna be epic. Yeah, it's a fucking old bank, like amazing architecture. I can't remember the uh, the architect, but he's actually like a known architect. Um, I want to say it's two stories with a basement. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Once that spot gets up and going, it's 
it's going to be one of those places where like people look at certain venues across the country and it's just it's known like was it 94 gilman out in california um i don't want to say like cbgb's because that was just an actual bar but like the more just like diy venues right. spots mm-hmm. i think that in all actuality the precinct will become one of those where people just know like fuck yeah the precinct you say the precinct they're gonna know it's in detroit and they're gonna know what it is yeah it will some, get to that point some pretty fucking good bands have played there i mean you know it's got a good rep yeah so um, and it's the, the fact that it's 100 percent punk owned yes and operated mm-hmm. never had a problem with the cops nope people gave them shit at first when they started that like ask ask a punk for the address type thing They're like oh you're trying you're just uh excluding people you're making it harder to find and they finally those people started to understand it's like no ask somebody who knows it's not that fucking hard it's one message to one person really right and you could get the address they don't want the address floating around out there because then you get people who have no business being there yeah and which just brings in the cops mm-hmm. and it almost happened at the anniversary bash because th- there were people who weren't ever normally would have been there and they like came with friends of friends type of thing and that's when that goes like that one chick who like she was drunk or whatever, couldn't find her cell phone. Something else, oh, some weird shit was going on. That was a mess. The reason she couldn't sit on her fucking cell phone is because she started shit inside, and then she started saying she was going to call the cops. Her phone got thrown. <laughs> because I know it, it did. Like, yeah. No, you're not calling the fucking cops here. There's nothing to call the cops on. Yeah. That way, there was a keg there, and that was like the one time where it's like you throw a big anniversary party and you have like so many different bands playing friends of friends of friends fucking show up there and it's you start getting into people who would never normally be there and don't know the etiquette of being yeah, there you don't they don't go in situations like that mm-hmm. and they it's like somebody always gets out of hand and then they threaten to call the fucking cops like call the cops on what for, for what <laughs> i know if you're being a drunken idiot and they're trying to tell you to leave their fucking building yeah yeah it's fucking ridiculous man to have to deal with that but it was great because she kept trying to go back in. I need to find my phone. <laughs> somebody's like, no, you're, I see your phone over there. I'm pretty sure somebody's trying to call you because it keeps lighting up. <laughs> and it was in the fenced-in parking lot of the restaurant. I know. <laughs> yeah, that chick was hammered, dude. Yeah, that was... I just remember standing around a fire. Oh, the fucking... They had that propane... The propane... Um, heater yeah and i was just standing around there and i started wearing pretty thin on the whole listening to this chick and i know that uh you know people were getting pretty hostile (laughs) but um yeah um thank god that's the only time that's ever happened yeah the only other time that anything crazy happened was when uh this band called who killed spiky jacket played they're from boston Mm -hmm. they're almost like a it was almost like a weird like street punk revival, like just chaos type punk shit. Well, their big thing that they I don't know if they still do was like fireworks at their show. Mm. And at the time, Tuesday and Charlie lived at the precinct and they had dogs and they always put the dogs downstairs away from all the music. But they said like, hey, we get that you do that and it's fine. But can you not do that here? And they explained to him why. Well, they were like, yeah, no problem. Then all of a sudden, fucking fireworks are going off. And then the show was over. Like, everybody was done. And 
Buddy Brian gets like hit in the eye with a fucking like something firework shot and fucking hits him in the eye. Started a big fucking thing and ended up at one point it was like a divided line of the Boston people and the Detroit people. Oh, that's bad news. Yeah, it's, there was a it's straight up brawl, man. Oh, that's fucking bad news, man. Yeah. Damn. And it was like any time after that, it was pretty much like, fuck who killed Spiky Jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to have respect for the venue, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, that, that's just the way it is, especially in like that type of community. You yeah. know, like everyone's there for like each other and everything. And if someone asks you, refrain from doing something, should do it. Yeah. It's that, it's not because they, are trying to like censor you, suppress you. It's like, no, dude, they had a legit reason. Yeah. We have dogs here, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you not lay off fireworks? Right. But yeah, whatever. That was it. Um, I'm super stoked uh, on a different note that uh, I can find hams and 16 ounce cans now by my house. Really? I've not been able to find them around me. Yeah. The Seven Eleven by my house sells, they don't sell anything else hams. No 12 packs, no cases, no nothing. Just six packs of 16 ounces. That's nice. And they're $5 and like 30 cents out the door for a six pack of tall boys. Fuck yeah, man. It's fucking killer, dude. You can't beat that. But, That's uh, awesome. I know. Yeah. And then uh, this other store started selling hams, but they sell out like quick. It's like three bucks a six pack. And um, so. Old owner. He actually thought I was talking about ham. <laughs> I'm serious. First, he didn't know what the nice. fuck I was talking about. He's like, oh, we, like ham? I, no, you know, we don't have like a meat section. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a fucking party store. Yeah. I get you don't have a meat section. I'm like, no, it's hams. Two M and an S. Hams. Yeah. And he was like, oh, and he just kind of blew me off. He never got it. Right. Yeah, new owners. I wonder if I can get him to pick it up. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, that brings me to the next point. That hams is the official drink of Burnt Offerings podcast. 100%. But tonight, we are south of the border. We are sponsored by our friend Austin, who uh, just gave me two cases of Pacifico and Modelo because I let him borrow my PA for uh, his little uh, wedding camping shindig party whatever right and they're delicious uh haven't had a modello yet but we're, we're drinking pacifico right now and yeah we're doing cervezas tonight man <laughs> i can dig it it's pretty cool um and what have you been watching lately um well i've been watching let's see i watched house by the cemetery the other day um nothing new and uh, I broke out, because I don't have it on VHS, the DVD of Hide and Go Shriek. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, that movie's great. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like an unsung hero of the slashers. Like You don't you never he- hear anybody talk about no, it. No, never. And it's it's killer. It's, it's awesome. The 555 and the spine thing, we're going to get into that. But uh, this week... Has just been just crazy with work and everything, but yeah. uh, anyone that knows me knows that I'm in sales, and this has been a big week for me. But it comes with a heavy price. It's working late hours and coming home and being just dead tired. Yeah. So um, I did actually throw in five 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 the other day, but I fell asleep halfway through. So 
<laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, those two. And, um, I don't know if it counts or not, but I watched another 48 hours the other day. Fuck it. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte, man. <laughs> Fucking the ice man. Both, both of those movies are golden. I, I, I love them so much. So my buddy at work mentioned it and I was like, shit, I got that on VHS. I'm going to watch that. It's been a while since I've seen either of those. Yeah, they're killer, man. I'll let you borrow them if you want. It's just classic, man. Mm-hmm. Classic, dude. Eddie Murphy rules. And I'm going to be completely honest about this. The other day, I was a little tipsy. I threw in Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. <laughs> and the special effects are fucking atrocious in that movie. But I just remember when I was a kid, it was Superman versus Nuclear Man. And that shit was ill. <laughs> And I'm watching it like, oh, my God, these special effects are just terrible, dude. It's just like, oh, man. But the the actual fights between Superman and Nuclear Man were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool shit, man. I could not even tell you the last time I've seen that. Any, you remember? Any it? part of it. Like, probably from when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, because the first the first Superman was the first Superman. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, he went up against the three villains. Yeah, and they put him in the fucking like mm-hmm. thing, the crypt, the Krypton like prison. Yeah. yeah. And then the third one was the one with Richard Pryor that was about the banks. Yep. Remember that? And uh, I think Superman turned bad in that one too. But anyway, and then the fourth one, he went up against Nuclear Man, and I, I popped in the fourth one. I only own the second one and the uh, fourth one. I can never find the original Warner Brothers clam of the first one. I want it so bad because the first Superman is fucking awesome. But I could, in all my years of collecting VHS, I've never come across it, and I'm not going to pay some stupid amount for it. I just would rather find it for a quarter at like a thrift store, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's certain movies that I would never actually buy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never go online to buy Right. I would just wait till I found them. Mm-hmm. And I always like collected like the Supermans and the Batmans and all the old school superhero movies because if my nieces and nephews come over, I want them to have something to watch. You know what I mean? Like instead of just a bunch of horror. So I, uh, I, <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to say that I have like a ton of those types of movies. Fuck it, man. I've I mean, got, you, you have them for a reason, though. Yeah, I do. And I throw them in here and there. You know, I get bored and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to watch Superman. <laughs> Dude, I have my nephew over. And I, I've, would shit, my nephew's now, what, 10? 11? Oh, he's getting up there. He just went to fifth grade, so I don't know, do the math on that. I don't know what how old he is. 10 yeah. or 11. And um, when he was like seven or eight, he told me for Christmas he wanted just horror movies. And I'm not one of those like, oh, he's young, so I'm gonna buy him like little kid horror movies. I was like, nope. I bought him like the original Halloween. But like, look at what else I bought. I can't remember. I bought. I think I bought him Trick or Treat. Um, and then right. I think I like rounded it off with just like Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> so we had something more kid like oriented. Right. Used to send him like Goosebump books and shit in the mail. And uh, he came up here like two years ago, and he stayed at my house. <clears throat> He's all about like child's play. He's like all about Chucky. He's like, yeah, let's watch that. I'm like, all right. It's like just me and him here. I go down, I pop it in, just pop the first one in. Nice. And we're watching it, and then you could tell where he's starting to get freaked out, but he doesn't want to tell me he's getting freaked out. He's like, 
So uh, when when I was up there, did did you did you say you have Family Guy DVDs? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I think I'm kind of in the mood to watch that. Do you want to watch that instead? Nice. <laughs> like I just like I just went with it. I'm like, yeah, dude. You don't want to finish watching this? He's like, I think I just want to watch some Family Guy now. Just because I, I never get to watch it. And I'm like, all right, dude. Let's, let's watch Family Guy. Right on. Yeah. I was so waiting for him to like come upstairs and crawl in bed with me, but he slept on the couch the whole night. Oh, did he? I was yeah. like, all right, cool. Speaking of uh, child's play, my nephew Cameron got freaked out because my brother has a good guy doll. Nice. Or uh, um, my buddy. Yeah. What were those? Yeah. My buddy. He just has an old one, and uh, Cameron has seen Chucky movies apparently, or child's play movies. I don't know if that was my brother putting them in or whatever. So he knows what it looks like. He got fucking freaked out. He refused to go in the room because the doll was in there. That's amazing. Yeah, and of course my brother, he's kind of a dick. He was playing it off like, yeah, well, if you see him start moving, you better run. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope Cameron sleeps this week. But um, yeah, that was weird that you brought that up because my mom told me about it the other day. We went to lunch and she's like, yeah, you know, Cameron, he's freaked out by Chucky. You know, like I was freaked out by Chucky when I was a kid. Dude, that's one thing I, I miss about being a kid is where like horror movies legit scared the shit out of you true like past the point that like the movie's done and the shit about that movie still scares the shit out of you like if you come across anything resembling it in life mm-hmm. it's like i kind of wish that was still like a thing <laughs> you get older and he's just like uh you just get older you realize it's not fucking real you know it's not real it doesn't fucking affect you yeah and then you just watch the movies because you just like the fucking movies either that or you try to pass it on pass that fucking fear on to your nieces and nephews like i do hell yeah because i know darius he's your um nephew's age okay he's like in like fourth or fifth grade and i know he loves jason i've thrown those movies in for him we've eaten pizza freddy scares the fucking shit out of him dude he can't watch freddy movies but he'll watch jason movies and uh yeah the freddy the whole freddy thing just freaks him out man he doesn't like he doesn't like it <laughs> uh, you can see the fear in his eyes, you know. It's like wonder nope. if it has that whole th- the whole thing of uh, he like get you in your dreams. If that kind of affects kids, it was it was uh, the the moment that I figured it out was in I think the the fourth one where he uh, used his claws as a fin like a shark, and then he breaks out of the sandcastle. Mm-hmm. The fear in Darius's eyes were just was just uncanny. I was like, I, he's like, can we please turn this off? Like he freaked out. But then I throw in like Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan, and he loves it. Dude, that's, he's rooting Jason on like, oh yeah, yeah, kill him. You know, it's that's like, such a surreal scene too in the Part Four. Mm-hmm. The fucking Finham. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because it's so fucking out there. It's yeah. so like, it's, it's, it's so off the wall. It's so not just like a, a dude in a mask running through the woods killing people right it's like just like weird shit your imagination just goes fucking weird yeah. when you're that age you're like a sponge you absorb everything and you like monitor everything that you're seeing and hearing that freaked him out dude that's amazing yeah um i always think my nephew just like tries being like too grown up to admit or show that he's scared right he's like dude just be scared just fucking deal with it. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I don't know if your fucking your dad does, but I wouldn't. I can't wait to take my nephews to a haunted house. 
that that's going to be pretty cool or a haunted hayride something like that haunted something yeah he's at that age now darius is yeah. where i can do that kind of stuff with him you know he's like 10 years old now i think every time i go to a haunted house it's seriously just me with a smile walking through like just checking everything out like oh cool man <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> they try to scare me and they never do oh they scare me they do that wired's apple orchard haunted asylum dude it fucks me up really it does it does i'm not ashamed to admit that the jump scares and the fucking flashlight boo guys and it just fucks me up man like sometimes i'll admit that they might be able to get me with like the jump scare where it's like i just didn't know that they were going to be right there Mm -hmm. but there's been so many times like one year we did uh on halloween that's all we did was went to haunted houses yeah and i'm not like by like the fourth one i was so fucking over haunted houses and we were in like we were in some like sketchy ass areas where the dudes behind me straight up were like hey man do you have your gun on you tonight no i didn't bring with me okay cool (laughs) oh wow yeah then like we by the time we're waiting all these fucking lines i'm getting pissed off like this is how i'm spending my halloween this is i this is how I'm fucking spending my Halloween, waiting in fucking lines. So he got inside, and I'm already just, like, pissed off because I'm, like, over, like, this gets fucking over with, and, like, maybe I can talk him into going home. And I just, like, fast walk through the whole thing to the point where I walk past them before they get a chance to jump out. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. But even, like, then, even, like, if I just go into a normal and I'm in, like, a, a good mood because I didn't fucking wait in line for two hours of the five hours you've been doing this that sucks like even then i just walk through and i'm just like cool this is sweet well hey i just kind of i almost like look how they like design the place how they set it up right i'm like oh this is fucking a legit layout right we should hit one this uh october we should go to wired's apple orchard and have some cider and donuts yeah two miles from my house fucking a man and hit that haunted asylum yeah that'd be sweet dude i remember uh two two or three years ago uh actually probably more than that Went to a, a corn maze. Okay. And they had like fire, cider, donuts, and shit. Fucking, I was walking through. I was, I think I was kind of buzzed. And I was like, Marco. And you just hear this kid go, fuck you. <laughs> was it the one that I went to? What What's it called? Uh, I took me and uh, my ex took her uh, nephew to it. And I can't remember the name of it, but it's a corn maze. And then they had like cider and donuts slides and stuff and a petting zoo oh i don't think it was that one no okay yeah we took them because it's kid friendly but the corn maze there was three different ones and they were all different difficulty mm-hmm. and we went into the hardest one oh, we yeah. started off with the medium one we finally got out of that one and then we fucking went into the the hard one and that was it dude it was we were walking through corn trying to get <laughs> just, cutting through. <laughs> just cutting through corn dude next thing you know you're in the fucking like you're in the hold of the cornfield or hitting up on the woods like not even part of it anymore <laughs> yeah you see a fucking scarecrow it's like what the fuck <laughs> you know you're on someone's property but um hit the highway you're like huh all right <laughs> yeah how do we get back <laughs> and it was at night too it was at nighttime so that's even worse you know yeah Oh, that's just fun to me. Yeah, me too. You been listening to anything cool lately besides uh, Omega Tribe? Yeah. Um, see, dude, I was jamming. I keep jamming these guys on and off. They're called uh, Brats. Uh, they put out 
I mean, guess technically one album, and then they took a hiatus, came back, released another album. But they, their first album's like just, it came out in 1980, so it's like that 70s, 80s style punk. Okay. And this band went on to be Merciful Fate. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And they're, the fucking album's like catchy fucking riffs. Just it's fucking a legit like old style punk album. Oh, like, and I've been spinning like crazy. And yeah, you can hear you can hear it when they left and came back and put out another uh, Bratz release. But it's different. And then if you hear that, knowing that they became Merciful Fate, you're like, I get it. Because you can almost hear it, especially in the vocalists at the time. And yeah, fucking cameras full fucking fate, man. That's killer. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. So I've been jamming that because that album was amazing. A um, little bit of conflict, which is like '80s anarcho band. Uh, I think D- Discharge hasn't left my car CD player in months. Every time I've been in your truck, that's what's playing. Yeah, um, and it skips on number three. eleven. Three? Number three. Okay, I knew it was one of them. It, it skips the same. at number three, which skips into number four, so I got to go to number five. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, and then um, Witchfinder General, man. Oh, dude. Death Penalty. Can we jam that tonight? I want to. Let's. Death Penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Friends of Hell's cool, but Death Penalty is the fucking breadwinner, dude. Friends of Hell. I lose it on one song because I don't. <laughs> I need music. I want it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle that song. Man. I haven't heard Friends of Hell in a while, but yeah, I think I do remember that. I think that. it's the part where it's like the organ, like. <laughs> Those guys were on like some heavy drugs, man. <laughs> but yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is uh, but pretty out there, dude. <laughs> death penalty is great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, death penalty fucking rules. I remember the first time you showed me. Actually, dude, we should jam uh, both. Um, the other one, buried amongst the. Yeah, yeah. The flames. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Is it? I think it was buried amongst the living, isn't it? Something. There's some the live one that shit. Became, like it's live and it's like doomy as shit. Yeah, it's real doom. <laughs> doom like which is like i think the only thing they released that was that doom yeah true story because everything else had that rock and roll vibe to it yeah. or like a 70s like new album fucking yeah new album. album yeah yeah we should definitely jam that so Witchfinder general tonight that'd be fucking golden yeah um, i'm down um oh shit have you seen the movie city in panic no I didn't go. Over, I forgot. I didn't go over uh, the shit I watched, but that was one that I actually wanted to say because that movie's amazing. Okay. And I always forget about it. Masker Video actually put it out. Um, it's Canadian like slasher film for the most part. Okay. And it's also known as uh, the AIDS murders because it's like it ends up being. I don't care. I'm gonna give away this fucking movie. FYI, if you plan on, if you haven't watched this and you plan on watching it, just fucking skip ahead. Um, people are dying, and it's like pretty much like everybody who's getting killed, like they assume they're gay or they or they are gay, and they got like AIDS. 
Okay. And it ends up being they find out the killer got this doctor's list of people who are getting treated for AIDS and just basically going one by one fucking killing them. Oh, wow. But it's fucking legit. It's a really good fucking movie. And the the last, uh, the killer ends up being this, uh, how's it go? I always forget. I think it's her husband had it and gave it to her. And then I think her her kid got it. No, her daughter, her husband had it, gave it to her, and then her husband died. And then so she starts fucking just killing everybody who has AIDS. Oh, so it's like a, um, that's the yeah. motive for, gotcha. Yeah, it's a fucking its... legit fucking movie, man. Okay, right on. Even, I, actually, even how I gave it away, you can still watch it and still enjoy the fucking film. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I totally forgot to bring your DVDs back, but you should let me, do, do you have it on DVD or VHS? VHS. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm always looking for new movies because I've watched mine like a hundred times. So you'll dig it. The movie has a really good feel to it. That's cool. It was 80s. Yeah. Okay. 86, I think. Yeah, 1986. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Talk Especially Canadian, if it's like a, you can definitely hear it in people's voices. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Uh, super stoked. Um, Twenty buck spin mm-hmm. label. Yeah. Just re-released the Newthrush and Corrupted Split. And uh, you were all about that. Yeah, you've talked about that for a while. Yeah, yeah. They just it actually just came out. I'm just pumped about that. I don't have much to say about it because that came out like a long time ago. But yeah. I it happened to cross my feed on Instagram today, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" Hell yeah, dude. Um, and uh, as far as uh, the only thing that I've been listening to is. I'm I'm really pleased to announce that Primitive Man has a new album coming out in October. It's called Caustic. They have one track that they've released called My Will. It's uh yeah. It's fucking heavy, man. I mean, there's really business as usual with these guys. Um no frills, no nothing, just really fucking heavy, dissonant, horrible, hateful, nihilistic music and I love it. Um, that should be out October 6th, I believe. Uh, so look for that. And then I just, uh, showed Jared a band called Owl Crusher from the UK. They're, uh, fucking really heavy too. Uh, three songs on their, uh, EP clocking in at like 45 minutes. And those dudes are, uh, pretty heavy and pretty slow. Uh, that's all I've been listening to lately, to be honest. Um, just uh i'm just gearing up for this witch trap show i can't i yes. just can't i can't wait i seriously cannot wait dude just over a month away man yep i've been gearing up for that and uh can't wait to see acid witch hopefully we have a new album from them guys soon that uh, i went i meant to talk to dave about that last night and i just it, i never brought it up yeah just the fucking conversation started like skirting around different things yeah but they were talking about recording that last fall. So I'm assuming that shit's going to be out this fall. Yeah. And I know that Dave's been working on some uh, solo stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, it's been a few years since he did a solo release. Yeah, Exorcisms was uh, like 14. I still haven't picked it up. <laughs> yeah, you need that. I think, it's good. St- I think he still has copies personally, so I could probably get one from him. Did Lunatic come before? Yeah. Did it? Okay, so Exorcisms. Between- Lunatic, I want to say, was between... Um, tune. tune and exorcism. Okay. Or, yeah. it was, or it was between uh, Spook House and Tune. 
I can't remember. But it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Oh, dude, it's disturbance at the Mackenzie's. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I love Lunatic. It's so good. Exorcisms is really good too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't say that I like it more than like Spook House. That's definitely my favorite, but it's good in a different way, you know. Dude, I remember he had him at Wasteland, and I saw him walking out on Sunday, and he had all his shit in his hands with those records like poking out. And I was just too fucking hungover. I was just saying bye to everybody. And I was just like, see you later, man. <laughs> mm. I just, I was like too hungover to even give a fuck about buying it. I'm like, oh, he has it. I should buy it. I just want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens. At cinema, especially. Yeah. Yeah, that weekend of the Witch Trap show, man. Witch Trap Thursday, then we head out to cinema. Yeah, I know. I can't wait, man. Uh, actually, you know, I was going to uh, do a rundown on cinema. Do it up if you if because I it seems like cinema is the one I go to blind. I never know what the fuck's going on at cinema. Yeah, I know. Uh, hopefully, it's a good one. I haven't really done any uh, research, but uh, usually they're pretty good. Um, Tom Atkins is going to be there. I do know that. Oh. All right, let's see here. Uh, Cinema Wasteland, and let's go to guests. Yeah, because wasn't the last one Evil Dead? Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see. Leanne, uh, Linnea Quigley will be there. Um, let's see. Damn, I don't know any of these people. Tom Atkins. Usually they do like a uh, a theme around it for the most part. They'll get like a, the whole fucking cast or whatever from specific film. Yeah. I wonder if they should have just kind of doing a hodgepodge. Tom Sullivan. Sullivan's always there. Yeah. You know, Evil Speak will be there, of course. Hell yeah. Severin, Synapse, Toe Tag, Troma. Um, I honestly might break out of my not buying DVDs or Blu-rays and just start picking up some. Yeah, this I, time absolutely. I might grab some stuff too. Uh, like I said, I've been do- killing it at work, so hopefully, you know, I'll have a couple extra bucks. I'll be able to buy some shit. They're doing the Three Stooges thing again. Yeah, yeah. I might actually try to make it to that. Was that Sunday or? I think it's Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Trivia fun and Stooges on real film. Saturday morning Stooges. Beginning at noon. And I fucking love the Three Stooges, so. I know you do. Yes, I do. And that's it, man. Uh, A bunch of people I don't know, but it's still Cinema (laughs) Wasteland, and we will be there. Hell yeah. So. I want to say all the the main people that we know that go, their bands aren't going to be touring, so they should be there. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, isn't that Nuke tour over with now? Or? Yep. Nuke's already back. Nuke's back. Cool. So, um, yeah, Mike should be there. Mike and Allie will be there. Yep. I assume Tim and his uh, lady will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, slash Dave and his lady will probably... Will, well, Dave said he'll definitely be there. I'm guessing his uh, girlfriend, whoever, will be there with him. Um... 
who else? I want to say Monty will be there. Uh, the two brothers from Fucktopsy. Yep. Yep. They'll. I guarantee will be there. It'd be nice if James and Kelby would make it out, but I don't know. That would be amazing. Yeah. Because I'm gonna miss Horror Hound, so I'm not gonna see them. Which sucks because James is gonna be there, set up for Mass Fest. I know. Mm. Yeah. Which anybody uh, into like latex masks and just like just Halloween fucking masks, check out uh, Midnight Drive Studios. Yep. Used to be Creepshow Studios yep. on Midnight Drive. Check them out on uh, Instagram. Yeah, killer stuff, man. I have uh, three masks from him. I only have the one. Yeah, I got a Cropsy mask from the Burning yep. that he special made for me, and then uh, a couple other ones, half masks that. Oh, yeah. I yeah, won. You, won, you won the clown. I won the clown one, and then he gave me uh, another half mask with the cropsy mask. Oh, yeah. And it's like a zombie type of mask, but it's fucking awesome. So he does really good work, and uh, if you happen to cross paths with him, he will specially make any mask you want. Yeah, request anything. Anything, and he'll bust his ass to make sure it's the fucking coolest looking mask that he can make for you and he does really good work every time he releases something new it's better than the last yeah he's he's growing as an artist Mm -hmm. with every fucking thing he does i agree yeah i definitely stalk his instagram i always see his shit on instagram and it's just he's getting he's getting up there man yeah it's killer but uh yeah the uh, the only other thing that I got here is uh, I'm two years late to the game, but Moss released a, a, a seven inch called Carmilla Marcilla. Mm-hmm. They released it seven years, two years ago. Two years ago, late to the game. There's a song on there called Carmilla, and then the B side is uh, Spectral Visions. Uh, we actually jammed it before we did the podcast today. Yeah. And uh, yeah. The only thing about this new Moss is that the vocals are clean and the songs are more focused and shorter. They're not like 45 minutes, one song, screaming vocals the whole time. Yeah. They're more focused and short and, you know, some people like it, some people don't. I dig it. Stoner Moss, we call it. There's Crush, there's like Funeral Moss, and then there's Stoner Moss. I think the album I got is like one of their first fucking LPs they put out. Yeah. Uh, definitely funeral moss like a motherfucker yeah fuck yeah yeah which one do you have i honestly Sub- can't remember Templum or fucking it's been a while since i even pulled it out really i bought that fucker years ago yeah yeah so that was definitely back when they were just yeah oh man that shit will depress you if you ever want to fucking cash your check a little early <laughs> put on moss old moss it works but yeah uh we can do a Fucking yeah, let's get into these two. Five, five, five. We'll go spine first. Spine, spine first. Spine came out first. Talk about spine first. Sweet. So spine was a uh, shot on video, like film slash film mm-hmm. in a sense. In a sense, I guess. I mean, there's like zero gore in this fucking movie. Yeah. To an extent, I mean, you see, you see shit splattering, but you really don't see anything happening. Right. And um, I'm just gonna just kind of give the, like the little synapse, you know. Madman stalks nurses, brutally stabbing them to death. In his fevered mind, he believes his victims to be a woman from his past named Linda. 
police struggle to apprehend him before he can murder and mutilate again. And that's pretty much a synopsis. Dude's fucking like crazy. He's every every chick who's a nurse he thinks is fucking Linda, and he he wants fucking Linda. Yeah. But it was uh directed by John Howard and Justin Simons. Um, really, there wasn't much. Uh, I mean, I don't think either of them really did much after this. Gotcha. But the main girl in this movie. I'm just going to say she was Linda since everybody was fucking Linda. Yeah, it could be the, anybody. I want to say it was the chick with the uh, dark hair wearing the red jogging shorts and the white with red stripe t-shirt. Yeah. She was in Hills Have Eyes, Phantom of Paradise, um, Eaten Alive, Drive-In Massacre, and The Incredible Melting Man. That is a nice rap sheet. Yeah. That's pretty cool. She was like the only one who was like in... An, actual like shit and all those movies are legit yeah yeah that's cool she's also this movie has like basically no nudity in it no you kind of see like side boob a little bit when the chick's getting in the shower yeah that's about it she's the reason really I th- i'm pretty sure it's her they say uh, i read it was like the main actri- act- actress talked them out of nudity and they regret it looking back on it they regret it yeah but yeah i'm pretty sure she's the reason Oh wow! Talked him out of having nudity in the movie. And it's like, yeah. dude, if you're not gonna have any gore and no nudity, yeah, you might want to have nudity. Yeah, like, pick one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the tagline for that movie is just awesome. The artwork for that movie is just awesome. Yeah, would have been nice to have some gore and some nudity in there. Goes good with beer. Right. I just know that some of the stuff he says to some of them nurses is just pretty creepy man he's a pretty creepy dude man the way he plays that character is great and the, the, the killer uh is, the dude who plays him is a guy named uh, r eric huxley huxley and i i pretty sure that was like the one of the only things he did he did like two other things besides that but it was pretty much nothing yeah but he i think that he plays that part pretty fucking well he does he's a definitely a creepy dude um very soft-spoken though oh yeah you know, which makes it even more because he's not like, you know, he doesn't talk violently. He like speaks, you know, hey, Linda, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> you know, almost like he's trying to be suave, but he's just a creepo. It's like, yeah, um, I definitely popped this movie in the day that or when we got back from cinema and I bought it. Oh, and uh, Massacre released it, like right after Massacre released yeah, it. Yeah, I got the Massacre video one and uh, definitely watched it like that Monday. And uh, I liked it. It was good. Um, but, yeah, no gore, yeah. hardly. and But, I mean, the dialogue and shit and, like, just how creepy he was, dig it. Pretty cool. Yeah. So you got to go into these movies, too, with, like, I mean, this and 555. They're fucking shot on video. These True. are amateur-made films. These are yes. just dudes, like, fucking making videos, which mm-hmm. was what I think was great about the 80s and when fucking camcorders came out and with video stores. It, it gave normal people the opportunity to fucking just do this. Love it. And I, I love it. I fucking love it. And that's why, like, I, I see people give, like, this movie and 555 shit. Like, oh, yeah, it's like a, it's a rare VHS tape that goes for a lot of money. And I think people just kind of assume that it, it means it's a good movie. But actually, the movie's fucking shit. It's like, no, the movie's fucking it's, – it's extremely low budget, shot on video, just dudes making movies. Right. They're not, like, professional actors. I mean, except for that one 
shit I got. But it's like, yeah, you're going to expect bad acting. You're going to expect fucking poorly written dialogue. Yeah. I mean, you know going in. At this, yeah, at this point, you know going in. And back in the 80s, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure people ran these movies and kind of felt like they got ripped off. But at this point, you're going in knowing these are fucking shot on video films. Now, don't expect the fucking best. But right. I will say, with both of these, yeah, it's, it's Spine's got no gore going for it. I mean, it's like splatter. There's no nudity. The dialogue kind of fucking sucks. But it's to me, it's still entertaining. I, I love it. Like I do not find it, I don't find it really like boring. I don't find it. I've seen many SOV films that are just fucking drags on and fucking on. Oh, kind of like Blood Cult. I knew you were gonna say that, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that definitely misled me when I rented that. That's the thing with this. It's it's it it's just over like an hour. Right. I think it's like what an hour eight hour fifteen something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. For SOV films, I think that's like perfect. Yeah, when you start hitting like what is oh, fucking what movie am I thinking of? I want to say Revenge maybe, which is the sequel to Blood Cult. SOV film, not the greatest. That fucker, I want to say, if I'm thinking of that, the right one, it goes on for almost two hours. That movie that Mike from Acid Witch brought over, uh, Blood forget, Kiss. Yes, that fucking movie was long as shit. Fucking dude with the the shitty Iron Maiden tattoo <laughs> banging the chick in the hot tub. In the hot tub, yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. that one fucking dragged. Dude, it was like a two-hour movie, man. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm glad you guys got, like, ambition. <laughs> but let's tone it down a little bit. Yeah, no shit, man. Hit it and quit it. <laughs> maybe build up. Maybe dial it back until, like, your writing and your acting just get better. And then do a long movie. <laughs> yeah, right. But did you pick up on this one? Homeboy, one of the detectives, his fucking hat. He has like eight, eight different fucking hats throughout the movie. Didn't notice. Almost every fucking scene he has a different hat. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't catch that. He has like a uh, trucker hat with a white front. And the next scene, he has like a oh, fucking. Oh, what does like, it say on it? I yeah. I can't remember what it says. It says something like like old school, like funny as fuck yeah. on it. Yeah. And then like next scene, he has like one of those like fishermen like bucket hats. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, and I just like, seen the trucker hat. Yeah. And then another scene, he has like a almost like you ever seen those like military hats? They're like the ba- they're basically like a trucker hat, but it has like the uh, the olive branches on the bill. Oh yeah, yeah. Then then, then he's wearing that hat like a lot throughout the movie too. And it's like, why the fuck does your hat keep changing? <laughs> oh, I don't know, what man. The fuck, man. Yeah, I do remember the trucker hat said something on it though, and it was fucking gold. <laughs> but I can't remember what it was. Um, dude, but I mean, overall, I like this. I like this movie. Yeah, spines spines good, man. The uh, even like the the uh, I guess you could say soundtrack. I'm just gonna say the noise they play mm-hmm. when the shit's going on. It's the score, little, yeah, the score. It's like fucking repetitive, but it's it adds to it. The fucking the first the opening scene that kill that obviously they don't show, but the way it's lit with that score playing, it just has a great feel to it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, I mean, that's what I thought about it. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, not a slow burn. Or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it moves it, along pretty well. Shit drags a little bit, I guess, when they're like they're trying to figure out all like the police scenes. But it's, I mean, nothing to me. It's nothing like out of hand. No, no, I, I enjoyed it. This is definitely like going to this knowing it's a shot on video film. 
So, I mean, that might automatically turn you off, but, I mean, I don't think it should. No, not true horror fans. Like, you know. These are basically, these these films are pretty much like, these are like niche type films. I agree. You have to be into into this type of stuff. Yeah, or you're not going to get it or enjoy it or anything. If if your, I guess, like, your definition of horror and what you like is mainly just, like, the bigger slasher films, you're probably not going to find any enjoyment in these movies. Right. (laughs) But I say, I just fucking check them out, man. Yeah. Uh, Which brings us to 555. Yes. Came out in 1988. Um, It was directed by Wally Cause, and it was uh, written by his brother. This fucking movie was a family affair. It was written by his brother, um, Roy Cause. And... I heard that the reason they did this movie is because of like all the shit that was out. They basically said, we can make a movie better than this. Oh, gotcha. And they fucking made it. Um, basically, the the whole synapse of this is uh, a spate of killings of teenagers by a maniac dressed like a hippie causes the detective to check the records for similar killings. He discovers that every five years in the fifth month of the year, for five consecutive days, the same type of killings have occurred. And the few descriptions of the suspect always match. He's dressed like a hippie. As the detectives search for the killer, he begins to have suspicions about his superior, an older man who is haunted by memories of his military service in Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, this movie came out in 88. Um, basically, they put it out on, uh, I want to say, it was put out by King Video Productions, which was, uh, I think, Wally Causes. They just like, self-put out mm-hmm. that company. And then it was distributed by Slaughterhouse Entertainment, which... People also said they they're pretty sure that that was their own distribution company. Yeah, because that was the only thing that it ever released. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, those fly by night. Yeah, basically they're like we're going to do this all by ourselves. So it's yeah. going to be a Video King production, and it's going to be distributed by Slaughterhouse Entertainment. But it's all fucking owned by them. They just did everything. Yeah, that's like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Real quick, it's like, uh, what the fuck is that distribution company? Well, USA, but... Yeah, USA distributed it. But it says, like, when the movie starts, like, motion picture productions. Yeah, I can't remember that. I can't... Yeah. Is it? Yeah, just motion picture production. So it's just like... Yeah, okay, (laughs) cool. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Um, 555, dude. Uh, It's a pretty cool movie. The dialogue, I, I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, watch this movie stoned. <laughs> and don't fall asleep like I did. Because some of the shit they say just kills me, man. No, me too. Some of the shit they do. Some of the shit they do. I don't know why, dude. I lo- I lost it. Fucking, mm. uh... They're at one of, the, one of the crime scenes. It's like the two detectives. And, um... I think, like, a third detective walks up. And the, the two detectives are there. The one grabs the other guy's wrist. Pulls his sleeve back. And to show his watch... Like, do you see what time it is? But he like grabs the dude, like the detective next to him's hand, like pulls and like shows his watch. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what I know. The fuck is that? The main dude, the main cop. Yeah. Is the fucking asshole. Yeah, the asshole dude. <laughs> like flies off the handle all the all time. All the time. Yeah. And the facial expressions that his partner always makes at him. Yeah. He just gives him, like these weird fucking rolls his eyes, fucking like half laughs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking gold, dude. But uh, that's what 
stood out for me was like that and obviously the decapitation scene yeah that they used twice yeah <laughs> fucking killer kind of looks like johnny from sakuzu it kind of does um, how that you say that it kind of fucking does especially on the cover yeah low brought that to my attention that's great that looks like johnny's head i'm like yeah it kind of does <laughs> um Dude, this yeah. one, that's like the biggest gore in the movie like the biggest thing that it I is mean, and then i think it's actually done fairly well yeah it was pretty cool um i just couldn't handle the uh the only thing i couldn't handle was the sound effects when the blood was squirting out yeah every time the blood squirted it went <laughs> every time i'm like okay i get it i get it uh, other than that it was it was pretty cool dude the decapitation scene was was good yeah, it was legit like yeah, i, I mean, liked it they, they they put some work into uh the one part where he fucking stabbing into the chick's body and just like cutting down yeah. obviously it was like a fake fucking torso right and you could kind of tell a little bit but again this is fucking like a shot of video film yeah, it's a sob man it's a fucking family affair man like <laughs> his wife even was involved in some of it mm-hmm but the scene where uh, one of the dudes gets hit in the fucking neck. Oh, yeah. That's honestly, I think, one of my favorites in this movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I enjoyed 555. I'm glad I, you know, thank you, Jimmy, Compton-ass Jimbo, for hooking me up with the 555 Masker uh, video release. That's going for 100 bucks on eBay. That's um, so stupid. It is very stupid. Uh, I actually seen... This guy, Cam, uh, on my Instagram that has a radio show, unwrapping his Massacre video 555 today. I just thought that was kind of funny because we were going to review the movie. Yeah. And uh, he was unwrapping the clear plastic from around it. And he threw it in and took some pictures of, you know, screenshots of it. And I was just thankful that I got my hands on a copy of it, you know. Dude, I'm. I was just at the massacre site like a t- few days ago, just seeing exactly what all they have still available. Unless it's wrong, I want to say that that slipcase is still available on their site. Oh, probably for like twenty five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you can tell the slight difference in the slipcases from the original. Oh to yeah, the- well, the color's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, the original one, the text goes over the picture. Yes. On the cover, and it's actually a different image it is same from the same scene but a different cell so it's it looks a little different yeah i thought it was turned yeah there's like it's like it's like from the same scene it's just a different screen grab yeah 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 um but yeah i enjoyed it uh it's fucking for a shot on video you know movie it's killer yeah i mean i I, like the dialogue you've got to fucking listen to the dialogue oh you have to and stoned um it's great just fucking gold but uh yeah again i recommend it like watch it like granted it's it does in like the vhs circle these fucking both these movies if you especially the original ones if you can find the original release of these they go for a fucking pretty penny Mm -hmm. we're talking like 100 plus yeah but you can still find fuck you can find both of them 
from Massacre Video, the DVDs, you fucking get them all day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, worth checking out in my in my book. Yeah, and Lewis tried talking me into getting the DVD because it had extras on it. All the extras. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he was like, get the DVD because there's extras instead of the VHS. Or if he was like, don't be a poser, get the DVD. He was legit saying it has some awesome extras on it. You should probably pick it up because the VHS doesn't have those extras. Yeah, but I wanted the VHS. Yeah. And I told him I'd pay the same price for the VHS because the clamshell just looked that cool. And I like VHS, so. Right. You know, I kind of wish I could get my hands on a DVD of Spine. You you can. I can. I'll try to. You can probably find it actually really cheap on Amazon. Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah. I, That's pretty much it, man. Yeah, man. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, that's about it. We're going to spin some Witchfinder General and maybe have some company come over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and drink these cervezas. And we've got to finish this trip off south of the borderland. Yeah. I can't wait to have a Modelo. <laughs> but um feel fancy man it's, it's got gold foil it does it does it's the champagne of something <laughs> <laughs> of the non-american beers according to the package i can win an ultimate soccer trip oh fuck yeah i'm excited about that that's fucking cool I'm super excited. I will win this. Yes. I will I won't win that, but I will win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool though. That's right up your alley, man. Fuck yeah, dude. So But yeah, guys, that's it. That's uh, it, man. We'll see you uh a couple weeks. See you there. I'll see you at another time. Yep. Take care. See you guys.